So for this session now, I'd like to give a little bit guidance. Uh, meditating, you know, meditating on the body, which is like simply, you know, to be aware, to remember simply that there is a body. You know, the word mindfulness in terms of the Noble Eightfold Path, it's, it's called uh, right mindfulness or wise mindfulness. And in Pali it's called Samasati. And the word Sati, you know, is a derision from the word Sarati, which means to remember. And in this context, is it's meant to just to remember the present moment, you know, because that's easily forgotten. And then also, if we are really fully in the present moment, then later on we will remember what was heard, what was seen, what was thought. Because if we are really fully present, then we can also remember. But if we are not fully with it, then afterwards, you know, where did I put my keys or something like that? Because you haven't really been fully with it, just drop them somewhere and then don't remember. So there's a reason, you know, why those two are connected, sati and sarati. To remember, to remember that which is easily forgotten, which is the present moment. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an attending to, which is not very narrow, but more like a broad, a broad awareness. Like if we are taking, you know, the body sitting and breathing in and breathing out, not just like focusing on one little dot, but just having the whole body in awareness as it sits and breathes in and breathes out by itself. You know, we don't have to make it breathe a certain way. But if we attend to the body in this way, that the breath tends to stabilize, you know, and settle. And, uh, you know, in terms of the, the definition, which, which we can read in, in the suttas, for example, in the, you know, in the Sutta on the Four Foundations of Mindfulness, where the body is the first of the Four Foundations, the, the definition is, I'll read it out to you, so you get a, t a taste you know, of the flavor. Here, in regards to the body, a practitioner abides contemplating the body, diligent, clearly knowing and mindful, free from desires and discontent in regards to the world. And, you know, and as Ayanada Bodhi was saying uh, um, this morning, when she was speaking about the food, you know, for example, if there's a, a, a thought coming up of greed or ill will, and we are aware of it, that means you know, we are not caught up in it. So that's enough, you know, to know what is presently what has presently arisen, you know, and not identify with it, because if we are aware of it, we can't be identified with it at the same time. And that is kind of good enough, you know. And, and diligent means, you know, whenever we get lost in identification and getting sucked up into the story, as soon as we are stepping out of it and we come back to the object of meditation, which is the body breathing, you know, if we manage to do that, that's what the Buddha understands what diligence would be. 
or ardency, you know, that means, you know, uh, just kind of again and again, as soon as, as we notice it, stepping out of it, coming back to the object, and then not giving up, you know, this kind of an effort, not collapsing. doesn't have to be like heroic effort, you know, but not giving up, you know, not allowing yourself to be swept away, you know. So it's it's that middle path again, you know, between stagnation or or just kind of going under and excessive striving, you know. It's that middle that middle path. There's this uh, also a quote from the suttas which I really like, where they were asking, you know, how did the Buddha cross the flood? which means, you know, how did he realize enlightenment? And he was saying, by not tarrying, or tarrying, is that? T- by not tarrying, yeah, yeah. And and by not kind of uh, striving did he, you know, cross the flood. Because when he was tarrying, he was, his, he, was he sunk. And when he was striving, he, he got carried away. So that's, you know, that's that perfect balance, which the middle way, you know, is encapsulating. And to just remember that, you know, when we are practicing. So not if you notice, oh, I got carried away again, and then, you know, you put yourself down or, or start to kind of grit your teeth and like, I'm not uh, like that. You, you're going to get a completely tense kind of a system, you know, and that system which is tense, you know, cannot apply right mindfulness, which is like a breath of, of. Uh, I mean, it's it's not narrow, it's wide. It has a, a width to it, you know, like a, a, a spaciousness to it. Because things need to be seen, you know, like... We want to see things as they really are, you know, and they are never like separate, like one thing and one thing and one thing, but they are, there is like a, it's a process, you know, it's a flow and and paying attention to the flow of experience. So this was just a little input to kind of um, give you some, guidance about the quality of what sati is. So wide awake to the present moment. So we find a posture, you know, we can sustain for, uh, now we have another 40 minutes to sit. And as, you know, said in the morning, the paying attention that we have a straight back and uh, just checking the shoulders. If there's a tension in the shoulders, just being aware of it and it's going to relax by itself. And then also paying attention to the jaw. There's a connection between the shoulders and the jaw quite often, you know. Just being aware of that. And then, you know, 
returning awareness to the experience of body sitting and breathing in and breathing out naturally. You know, a relaxed awareness. Not like, like a cat sitting in front of a mouse hole, you know, waiting for the mouse to come out. This kind of very tense. Not like that. It's more like a, a sense of receiving experience. It's a broad awareness. And you know, we, we are aware of the, the body sitting and breathing in and breathing out and somehow also maybe hear a little bit the raindrops outside in the background. And there's some kind of awareness of the, as we are not alone in this, there's a big hall, there's others there as well. Even, you know, we can't maybe hear anyone, but there is an awareness of presence of other beings. Yeah. First full day of the retreat, it's like a, a beginning. We have a whole stretch of time. It's a, it feels, feels a very wholesome experience. So it's just simply being aware of what's happening in the present moment in the body. Constant changing, breathing in and breathing out. You know, observing the experience of body in this way, immediately, you know, what we notice first is impermanence. Breathing in and breathing out, and we don't, we don't have to do this. This is just happening, you know. So all the three characteristics reveal themselves in that observation of the body breathing, impermanence, and unsatisfactoriness in the sense you know, when every impress ends at one point and then changes into an outpress because the body can't 
do anything else if it's alive. It would be painful not to. And it's an impersonal process. We don't have to have any will for that. It's just happening. It's inbuilt. Body needs to breathe if it is alive. You know, by simply observing and being with that process, we learn about the way things are, about the Dhamma. And then, you know, the, we get carried away into some story about what is going to be for lunch tomorrow, or I forgot to write an email, or maybe, uh, I don't know, and blah, blah, and all of that. And then suddenly... Off you go, and then you notice it, drop it, and coming back to the experience of body breathing. That's diligence. You know, and if we develop that capacity to to drop a line of thinking and come back to the present moment, then you know that strengthens the mind. So next time, you know, we we can do it with an even more challenging thought, like then what is going to be for lunch tomorrow, but something much more challenging than that, if if the mind is trained. So as soon as you notice the mind gets carried away into thinking about past and future, hopes and fears, as soon as you notice it, put it down and come back. And some of you might be a little, looking a little bit tired. So you might want to open your eyes, maybe, or you can even stand up. That can also, you know, energize.
when pressing in, knowing that I am pressing in, and when pressing out, knowing I'm pressing out.
<coughs> so now is a session of walking meditation. <coughs> Hope we can find our space inside and just please be economic with the walking spaces so everybody gets one. And um, there will be some group practice discussions with the both of us for those who are new to retreat practice. And Rodney has put up some notes out there on the bulletin board. Please have a look if you are new to practice and see, you know, which of the two rooms are new to retreat practice. And please see to which of the two rooms you expected to come now during the walking meditation. It's a good opportunity for you to get a bit extra orientation. And then there will be a bell again at uh, 3.30, so ten, 10 minutes before 3.20, and then we meet at 3.30 for another sitting. And, you know, and at, at the times when we have the group practice discussion, sometimes we might not make it into the hall for the next sitting because it goes on longer or so. Even we try to be kind of watch the time. So then uh, there will be, uh, today it's you, Emily, I think, yeah? So somebody will ring the bell. You don't have to be worried, you know. You're looking at when it's ringing the bell. So somebody will ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, and then at 4.15, so after the sitting, there will be another walking. And for those who like to uh, be in the gentle mindful yoga um session with Emily that starts then at 4.15. Then there's tea or supper for those who would like to have some. And then at 6.15 is then the warming, energizing yoga. And that's happening downstairs, right? Yeah, and then uh, in the evening, today Ayananda Bodhi is going to share some Dhamma. Yeah. So I think very peaceful, you know, if it's raining outside, if it's like that, that really helps, you know, I think, to kind of turn inside, because there's not much missing, you know, you can't miss, there's not much going on, it's very, not seeing very much, and it's kind of very, it's a good way to start the retreat. So, okay, see you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.